life is good, life is good, life is good. How often do you do a dance appreciating life or saying out loud like, I love you life, I love you life, thank you life, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like showing so much appreciation to the gift that it is to be alive, period. And it's kind of simple. It's not a very complex situation to just sit and appreciate. It doesn't take much effort, yet it does something to this field of attraction that becomes very magnetic. When you see life as, first of all, who are you? First of all, what are you? You're not your job. You're not your title. You're not your physical body. What? How are you not your physical body? Like, that is you. What do you mean? Okay, so you can't be something as a permanent state of being with something that is in a constant state of change. So, therefore, that cannot be you. There's something more permanent about you than this ever-changing meat suit that was gifted to you to be a vessel and to house your soul. That's all this is, is a vehicle to experience this physical form. It's just housing your soul. Your soul, your essence, your innermost being, that's what's you. And you get this human experience through this body, through this feeling, through this mind, which creates this endless array of opportunities, experiences that you can call in, you can attract by becoming. And when you become so appreciative, so loving, so outpouring with this gratitude for these simplest things such as breath, which is the thing that's keeping you alive, keeping all your organs and internal systems functioning because they have oxygen. When you can go through your life, look at your life, look at your situations for more than what they appear in your eye, for more than what they are just right in front of you and stop seeing people for their external and start seeing them for something that's deeper than them. You will start to see yourself in that way or vice versa, whichever comes first. But you see more of who you are, what you are, by knowing what you are not. You can really get clear on this experience that is gifted to you when you separate from everything that you are not. But having a sense of gratitude, having a sense of thank you, thank you, thank you for my life, for this experience, for this emotion. Because I am alive, I can feel all of it. I can experience all of it in its totality. The practice of gratitude, yes, it's about picking the things that you are thankful for. Thank you for my breath. Thank you for 
this food. Thank you for my sight. Choosing is a beautiful practice. Going through and just looking at your life and saying, okay, what can I say thank you for? You can say thank you for all of it. You can say thank you for the entirety of this experience and have deep appreciation for its entirety. It can be an observation of this whole beautiful, never-ending spectrum that doesn't have to be binary, doesn't have to be one or the other. The light and the dark, appreciating both, appreciating all that exists. Thank you. That is a very powerful, simple saying in which you are acknowledging this higher power that created all of this because did you create that tree like did you do any no we didn't do any of this we were literally just simply gifted this experience and to recognize there is whoever it is you believe in or what it is you believe in that takes away the fear of what comes after this life whatever it is that resonates with you all good First of all, like, freedom to believe, obviously, anything you want. But the more you appreciate this life, the more life will give you something to appreciate. With this practice of gratitude and coming up with the things you're thankful for, it's beautiful to have the list of things you see more of what it is than just saying the thank yous. It's a mental way of seeking and searching, shifting through files in our brain. And that's the gold of it. That process of seeking and searching and finding. And then you can say it. But it's more of moving down this river of thought. It's the movement of the mind in that way that is beneficial to your life. Yes, the things that you actually say and that that you are thankful for your breath, that's beautiful, that's great. But it's more about that way of applying your thought and using your mind to identify and come up with what it is you are thankful for and what it is you appreciate even in situations that might not be the best but you're still giving that effort you're still seeking and when you seek it you will find it when you take one step towards the light the light takes 100 steps towards you when you give that out and you become so thankful for this experience it opens up so much possibility to what has the opportunity to come into your life because you're choosing to see it through this lens of gratitude through this lens of appreciation through this lens of being in love with life in love with the experience and one thing (laughs) One practice that I did consistently that really just set me up in a way to view my life and view my day 
through this lens of appreciation? Simple. Good morning, life. Good morning, life. Hello. Like greeting life as it is your friend, as it is someone or something that you are in this dance with. You're in this co-creation of your life through the life that is gifted to you. And so then you become this thankful, appreciative, wondrous, expansive person who just sees so much good around you. And you can find the silver lining in the situations that are dark by saying, okay, this situation or this person really triggers me. They really piss me off. They really get me agitated, get me going, get me fired up. What is that trigger teaching you about yourself? What is that person helping you identify and then overcome this way of being? And it could be so simple in the fact that, okay, this person really annoys me, but I can't control what they do or what they say. Only thing I can control is me. So therefore, I'm going to walk away or I'm going to express my opinion in the most respectful way possible, setting a boundary, telling them, okay, I don't appreciate it when you do this because this, 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 or I feel this, 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 and I don't appreciate it. And when you show up in those places that are darker, that are heavier, that are not easy to move through, then you bring awareness you are trying to be a good human. Try to see good. Try to spread joy. Try to embody love. So then you can be the source of love to yourself. But you can't be that until you choose to see love or see a silver lining in these experiences and situations that are not joyful, they're not fun. And seeing people in our lives as teachers, especially, 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 especially the ones that trigger us, those people are simply an invitation to your soul, your internal being to evolve in a way that surpasses this shadow, which is this unconscious presence of fear that's in our mind or in our body. And it's wired so deep into our brain and how we perceive situations, how we perceive people, that it may control a lot of your actions, thoughts, and emotions. Every human has a dark side. If you can become fully aware of your own shadow, see where and how it shows up in your life and decision making, and yet be so thankful for this recognition because it's catapulting your evolution, that's when you can decide to change it. Slowly but surely inviting higher frequencies into your field. When we can become thankful for the people the situations 
for the hardships that we have experienced thus far in our lives. When we can look back at a situation and ask ourselves, okay, what is this teaching me? How is this attempting to help me evolve? Is this situation provoking me to release something that I've been holding on to? Is it asking me to forgive someone so I don't hold the pain within myself, which is not affecting that person? What is this fear or this situation here to teach me? And really just becoming a student of life. And you show up to the classroom and you're like eager. You want to learn. You want to grow. You want to expand. And that desire, that want, that craving, you already have 50% of the population probably dropped off. Like they're good. They don't want to learn. They don't want to grow. They're comfortable where they're at. And so that's where they'll stay. No shame, no judgment on this end, just an observation. But you decide who you want to be. You decide who you become. You decide how you live this life. If you do want to see through the eyes of your younger self, this little child who is just in awe, in love, in joy, because they're so curious about everything. They don't hold back based on what other people think. They are so in their own world. And I think that we have a lot to learn from children, especially when it comes to emotions and freely expressing your emotion. That's a different story. But really to see that this life is what you make it what you decide, who you decide to be, what limitations you decide to put on yourself, what you decide to believe from the mind and when it's telling you, hey, you're not good enough. Hey, like you're not perfect, so you really shouldn't step out of your comfort zone. It's like, fuck that. Nobody's perfect. So it's like, you, if you continue to strive for that, like good luck, you'll never do anything. So letting that go way far away like be gone fly bye see ya that thought is not helping you in any way shape form in any area of your life but to be curious about life to appreciate and just see that this is a gift this is a full-blown humongous present wrapped up waiting for you to acknowledge it, waiting for you to get to the inside of it, and that inside is you. The gift is you. The gift is knowing the deepest part of you. Seeing all of that which you so willingly see in others. To see that in yourself. Like life is waiting for you. And probably pushing you towards these things that are uncomfortable just so you can evolve, just so you can raise up to that boop, next stair step, that next level, and continue to go up the stairs of evolution in life. And through that stepping up, you have to go down, you have to go to this dark side, you have to see these situations and have a different perspective, view them differently. 
in the ways of, okay, what is this teaching me? How can I grow from this? How can I use the tools that I learn through meditation, through yoga, through anything in life to attempt to benefit me? How can I use the knowledge and apply it to my real life situations and use my voice with people who trigger me and do the best that I can to communicate my feelings because that's the only person that I'm responsible for is being true to myself and expressing what I truly, truly, truly feel. I believe that this life is happening for you, not to you. You're not a victim of this. You are literally gifted this. It's like, okay, here you go. Here's a human flesh meat suit zipped you up. You're ready to go, ready to explore like planet earth, the whole thing. You can go anywhere. You can be whatever you want to be. Limitation comes from the mind. And what's the first thing in order for the mind to communicate something, to make some sort of thought? What's the very first thing that has to engage for you to then have a reactive thought? Your eyes. You see a situation. You see a person. You see a circumstance that in which you can notice and observe based on past experiences how you might react to this situation but instead okay instead of reacting how can we respond how can we consciously process this in a way that's like bird's eye view looking down at both parties yourself included and say, okay, what is actually going on here? How am I contributing to the situation? How can I try to better the situation, bring more awareness or more mindfulness towards this interaction with this person in which helps both of us grow? And you are your greatest teacher. You know all these things. That's why when you hear certain things, it's like, ooh, like that hits a little bit differently. Like that is true. You recognize truth. The deepest part of you knows what is true. So when you hear a fact or you hear an opinion, how it sits in you, how you absorb that information, and if it's something like, wow, like that makes a lot of sense. I just hadn't, didn't have the words for it. That's because you know all of these things. Just a matter of giving yourself the space and allowing yourself to speak without saying anything. The mind does not come into these spaces where truth gets recognized. But life is good. We are lucky to be here and to apply a different perspective on your life, to have more trust in life itself, to see life as a friend, see life as someone who's like helping you and giving, putting you in situations which you will grow on purpose, like for your evolution. All this is happening for you, not to you. You're not a victim of these things. You play a part in them and a lot of times the way you play your part is that next step up the staircase to good life, I guess. In the smallest moments, 
in the present moment, you can birth a new perspective. Starting with seeing and seeking gratitude. Identifying what you're thankful for, but ultimately participating in that process of seeking it. Figuring out, finding what it is. Training your mind to gravitate towards a higher frequency of being. The more you do it, the higher up you're going. In order to go up, you have to meet your own dark side. The lower you go, the lower you plant your roots and you consciously extend these roots in the soil that may be very sensitive to touch, very hard to experience, hard to process emotionally, the higher up you're going to reach and grow and bloom and encounter the vast array of beautiful emotions that are waiting to be experienced, but you can't get that high until you go that low. Apparently. <laughs> Life is good. Life is good. Life is good. It's teaching constantly. We are constant students of life, but life is our friend. We go through life skipping, holding hands with life. This life is to be enjoyed. I love you.